The information contained on the Real Health Podcast and the resources mentioned are for educational purposes only. They are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical or health advice. The information contained on this podcast is not a substitute for medical or health advice from a professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. Information provided by hosts and guests on the Real Health Podcast or the use of any products or services mentioned does not create a practitioner-patient relationship between you and any persons affiliated with this podcast. This is the Real Health Podcast brought to you by Reardon Clinic. Our mission is to bring you the latest information and top experts in functional and integrative medicine to help you make informed decisions on your path to real health. Well, hello, everyone. It's Dr. Ron Hunting-Hockey. We're here again with the Real Health Podcast from Reardon Clinic. And it's my distinct pleasure today to uh, be interviewing, uh, I guess we could say we're kind of old friends. We're certainly getting old. Uh, This is (laughs) Dr. Virginia Osborne, who uh, has uh, been quite a force in the area of IV therapies. Uh, direct cellular nutrition, where you you can get nutrition and a host of other benefits intravenously. And so, uh, Virginia, welcome to our our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So, So you've just come out with a book, A Scientific Reference for Intravenous Nutrient Therapies, Direct Cellular Nutrition. So that must have been a labor of love. It was. It was. Our last book that we published was in 2004, and we have been working on this one ever since. With all the research, we're, we're happy to have it out there. Yes, finally. Good. I want our listeners to be sure that they understand that there is quite a lot of good science underpinning the use of IV nutrients. And so I think you're one of the foremost people to, to solidify that message, right? Correct. Correct. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, just for our listeners' uh, information, uh, Dr. Osborne has been doing, oh my gosh, five to six seminars a year for the last 20 to 25 years we were talking earlier. That is a lot of education for a lot of people. So you've really touched many, many doctors, naturopathic and integrative and functional doctors in their use of IV nutrition. And so uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started in this and why you believe this is very important for people to know. Well, this is an interesting um, tale to tell. It, it did start before I went to medical school. And uh, as I had been working as an RN at that time, I had individuals who were going out of the country to get IV nutrients. And they asked me, could you help me with this? And I had been studying nutrition all along anyway. So I was like, yes, of course. But then I went off, to, you know, the naturopathic medical school in Portland, Oregon. And through that, you know, had classmates who had also been working in labs and were interested. And so we collaborated and created uh, amongst our, our classmates at the time, a, uh, what you should say, the first clinic of IV nutrient therapies. Mm. And this is because our education is really steeped in nutrition and the research that's been done on it. So throughout our education, we had that. So then we, we developed that and we said, you know, someday we're going to take this on the road. I had one colleague, Dan Carter and myself. So yeah, we did. And uh, I guess, you know, to say 
the rest is history, but it, it really launched us into keeping up with all of the research and including Dr. Paul Anderson into our group of uh, lecturers and also a collaborator with a book that we just came out with. Uh, and that is something that, you know, it, it kept us up to date. It kept us aware of it. Who was doing what around the world as far as research into all of these? And how did all of this nutrient research really play forward and be consistent throughout? And what we've learned through the years and things that, you know, changed as we we uh, we got our clinical experience as well, because everybody's an individual. All of our chemistry doesn't always work exactly the same. Right. And and I'm, I'm struck by the the subtitle direct cellular nutrition. I think a lot of people assume if they put it in their mouth and it goes down their digestive tract, it's going to make it to their cells in some kind of really good way but maybe not. And uh, can you can you tell us a little bit, how does IV nutrition enhance the effectiveness of certain nutrients and other substances that can enhance people's health? Well, as we know, the digestive tract is our gateway. And if it's not working correctly, because you have all of that direct piece going on there, but if you're not able to take up those nutrients because you don't have the right components or right genetics. IVs uh, actually get the direct uh, access to all of those cells. So it's healing from the inside out. And Ooh. that is what we have found. Boy, that's a great phrase. Uh, and, and I know a lot of our patients, especially when they've been ill for a long time, or if they have a serious illness like cancer, their digestive tracts are just not working as well. And we, we know a lot of people have uh, leaky gut and they have other digestive problems. So this is mm -hmm. a really important way to get nutrition to people who would otherwise not get it and not get well. Exactly. Exactly. We have found. Yeah. So we were talking earlier that this, this, uh, this spans quite a, a large range of uh, applications, uh, you know, here at the Reardon Clinic, we've we've done, you know, Dr. Reardon was instrumental in getting IV vitamin C research off the ground. Maybe we could mm -hmm. start there because I know our listeners are all about IV vitamin C. What are, just to kind of recapitulate, what are some of the advantages of doing vitamin C intravenously? Well, the advantages of vitamin C is one, it's a water-soluble vitamin. So it's not something we humans can generate or create in our systems. So we we need to uh, that from the uh, an extraneous source. So IV, oral, topical, whatever it might be. But IV is your you can also be able to infuse higher amounts into the system, whereas orally you cannot without having side effects, more right. side effects. So the idea with vitamin C is that. With that, it also generates oxygenation within the system. It helps stimulate the immune system. You know, we have multiple, multiple ways of how it is supporting that, the whole human cell itself. And it goes into the cell, into that, what we call the brains of the cell, the mitochondria. It helps generate oxygenation there. It helps with the transport of mechanisms throughout the cell itself. And that helps prevent abnormal cell development from occurring, as well as halting abnormal cell developments as we have in chronic diseases and cancer and those types of you know autoimmune issues uh, these are just some of the the you know just tapping the you know few things that vitamin c does it's just 
an amazing nutrient for our systems. Yeah. And, and, you know, at, at the lower doses, you know, we'll get, we'll start our cancer patients on 15,000, which still is a big mm-hmm. dose, but even at that point, it's still working mostly as an antioxidant. But then as the dose goes up somewhere around 25, unless that's changed 25 grams or that's higher, great. it becomes more of a pro-oxidant. And so right. that way you can, you can attack infections, you can attack the cancer cells, uh, you know, it, it seems to penetrate and, and do a better job at the higher doses, but not everyone, not everyone needs the higher doses, but, uh, it's interesting how different doses cause, uh, cause different effects of the, of the nutrient. Well, that's what we found. And even some people who, uh, benefit from the lower doses as an oxidant for themselves. And this is the interesting thing. I always start very low, like you do, so that we build them up to the level that that is appropriate for each individual. Very good. What what other things, what other kind of nutrients are you teaching about in terms of cancer care? Not, not that we want to just dwell only on cancer, but while we're on that topic, what else can people get IV that is uh, beneficial in a cancer situation? Well, I, you know, I, I uh, appreciate that. You know, the cancer is certainly one that uh, can be acute or chronic in, in, uh, many patients' lives, you know, as, as, so, as our viral components to all of that. And so what we, well, it, it's all about the nutrients and it's building up so that one, first of all, the patient is well hydrated because if you're not well mm-hmm. hydrated, you mm-hmm. won't absorb your nutrients as well. And that's, that's a key thing for everybody. And so whether, you know, we, we have the lower dose antioxidants when we add in all the B vitamins to get the cell up and cells and billions of cells in our bodies to up and functioning well uh, so that when we go higher with the vitamin C and the magnesium, the potassium, the calciums to help with that oxidative ability. So when we have, you know, individuals who have really been kexic or malnutrition or, you know, uh, for all the reasons that happen, we have the ability to help build that up first and then, you know, add in um, they then go to the other treatments that we have that are available for individuals. And certainly anti-inflammatory is a key piece to that. We add DMSO to a lot of ours for that anti-inflammatory effect, uh, which is also very helpful for cancer patients who it also has a anti-cancer effect as well. Yeah. So yeah, we, we've, uh, in, in recent years, we've been having people stay for longer periods of time and we're, we're certainly trying to put more nutrition IVs, you know, with all the things that you just mentioned in between IV vitamin C, because vitamin C just by itself, it can actually deplete uh, potassium and some of the other uh, minerals. Well, and the important part about that is too, is that, you know, uh, the body and the cells require potassium for often transporting the, the nutrients across the cell membrane. So that's the, the reason for why we add the potassium to it. The magnesium um, actually works in concert with the vitamin C for that antioxidant to oxidative abilities. So that is the other reason why we add in that magnesium as well as the, the benefits of magnesium are in a, as huge as vitamin C. And then the calcium, because uh, vitamin C can be a mild chelator. And what it, you know, the calcium is sort of top of the, one of the top of the list of the minerals that it might take out. So we add, we add some of that calcium in just to keep that balance going uh, when we're infusing those high-dose vitamin Cs. 
but typically with the antioxidant, you know, we have quite a few nutrients we can add in and taurine is one of our bigger ones because it is uh, one of the best options for keeping the cell membrane healthy and allowing for nutrients to get in and, and waste to get out. Yeah, and, and uh, poly-MVA is a, is, a, is a type of alpha-lipoic acid, and that is being used more often now. What are, what are some of the functions of that in terms of cancer patients? Well, uh, the benefits there, again, you've got uh, some nutrients that are combined with that particular lipoic acid, and it is done, you know, in a special setting. You know, we can't do that. We can't make that combo in our, our clinics, you know, in our labs. But, you know, there's, there's a special you know, process that they do in order to bring that all together so that for somebody who has limited or, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at all kinds of reasons, whether it's time or finances or whatever. But this is something that can help start boosting that your alpha lipoic acid is is also your um, it's a master antioxidant. So if we're trying to to achieve that goal, we can do it with smaller amounts of poly MBA. And, and Dr. Bert Berkson, you know, he, he um, made that, that association between alpha lipoic acid IV and pancreatic cancer and some other types of uh, liver problems that it was yes. especially uh, beneficial in those areas. Yeah, alpha lipoic acid in and of itself has been amazing. And yeah. yes, you know, thanks to him for all the research, yes. There's a lot more to this conversation and it's coming up right after a quick break. Today's podcast is brought to you by Biocenter Laboratories. The Biocenter Laboratory provides state-of-the-art lab testing and diagnostic services for healthcare providers, laboratories, hospitals, and the general public. Lab tests available through Biocenter include a comprehensive list of vitamins, minerals, fatty acids, amino acids, hormones, and pyrroles. They also provide a variety of standardized tests for disease markers. These markers include cardiovascular disease, diabetes, thyroid dysfunction, hormone imbalance, and more. Visit biocenterlab.org to learn more. Yeah, I was, uh, our naturopaths here at Reardon Clinic have been introducing uh, mistletoe haliboris. I, I, I know mistletoe can be given IV. Now that goes way back to to the German medicine. You know, the Germans have been using that for a long time, haven't they? Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And I've been using it actually for quite a few years throughout uh, my whole uh, career, you know, and so we started with injectables at that point. And, you know, and that's something also that patients can participate with is, you know, the sub Q injections and, uh, you know, then you can regulate there. And, and of course there is the intravenous and, you, you know, I, I'd say, you know, be well understanding of mistletoe. There are different variations of mistletoe right. and different products. And so you just have to know what's the right one for the patient. Very good. Let's let's shift gears, and you know we're we're coming. We hope we come. We're coming out of the pandemic. We're uh, now we mm -hmm. have the post pandemic. You know the the mm -hmm. long haulers. Where where does IV nutrition come in in terms of people with chronic infections, chronic fatigue, uh, long haul COVID, uh, those kinds of infectious diseases? How how do you what what are some of the things that we need to know about that? Well, uh, that's a bit interesting, of course, the, a high topic for all of us. And uh, we talk about this quite a lot. But uh, we're, so we have you know, a number of protocols that we have designed and, and developed. And certainly in these last few years, you know, our, um, 
what we call our immune support. And that one is, you know, vitamin C is, is a big one for that. Your B vitamins and, uh, and of course, taurine, magnesium and zinc. Zinc is huge. Mm. Uh, you know, as we know, orally, there's all those, the, you know, the five that we utilize for that, you know, the vitamin D, the vitamin C, the multiple vitamins, um, fish oils and zinc and vitamin D. You know, I mean, the, these are, I think I said that twice, but the point is that what, what we need is also prevention as well as support for those who've already gone through it or have these lingering um, comorbidities going on. So we, you know, is it the adrenals? Do we need to support that? Uh, you know, so we have certainly some pharmaceuticals that will help support doing that. But what we found was that, you know, a, a small amount of chelation, the EDTA has been beneficial for this as well as the nutrients that have been involved because we've got a lot of toxins that are in our system. And, you know, let's face it, we live on this, this um, ball called, you know, earth. It's a toxic soup, you know, from yeah. all the chemicals and things yep. that are in the air and the water and so we also have to look at that detoxing effect. What are the underlying viruses? You know, what is what about EBV? That's a common one that has been um, often ignored and it, it tends to uh, reactivate. So we have to you know, be testing and checking for EBV. You know, we, we know that if it's thyroid, then we look for uh, parvovirus B19. And, you know, so these are these are the the big ones that we find that have been lingering for years and years and years for people. And it just can reared its head with, you know, this particular current virus. So these are things that we have to look at is how can we support that immune system and how do we do that for each individual? So that if we're looking at the lungs, we look at quercetin for that, you know, and, and NAC, NAC is a big one for crossing the blood brain barrier and detoxing the body and oxygenating. And so as the, the quercetin also a good antioxidant. So those are the, the key ones that we look at. Yeah. Well, you know, with uh, chelation, a lot of people associate EDTA chelation with just okay heart disease. You know, we're gonna we're gonna chelate. And uh, in in recent years, uh, one of our naturopaths has been doing a lot more chelation for the simple fact that if you've got lead, cadmium, aluminum, and other heavy metals in your body, these uh, poison your your enzymes and your enzyme systems in your cells are the crucial part of cellular life. And uh, and if you've got a bunch of heavy metals uh, clogging them up, you're 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 just not going to be functioning very well. You're going to be tired. You're going to have all kinds yes. of chronic symptoms. And so so it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that chelation can have broader benefits than just uh, just cardiovascular disease. Well, that was because the research was originally done on the cardiovascular disease because they, they found that, you know, in the, um, uh, when they were um, back, you know, I think it was World War II and, right. and the naval, you know, and all that sort of thing. But, you know, here we are, fast forward, you know, 60, 70 years later, 80 years later, and we've got, you know, the, the benefits that we were seeing that how many of us were exposed during the 50s and 60s and, you know, how much was that genetic change carried on from that period of time, you know, uh, that exposure. So, and people always say to me, well, where did I get that from? I said, well, uh, let's see, how old are you? Better living through chemistry back in the, you know, 50s and 60s. There was a lot of lead in the, in the gasoline and, you know, how did that spill over? And also, like, I'm in a mining area, an old mining mm -hmm. area, not current, but, <clears throat> but it is uh, one of those that, you know, it, it's seeped into the soils and people, you know, now, 100 years later, 150 years later, are being exposed to it as their wells were being dug into these areas that 
at high lead and high uranium. Uranium has been showing up. So, and then we have Fukushima that you know deposited lots of um, thallium about. So, you know, we we just have constant stuff that we're exposed to, and so we just have to find you know which individual has been. Uh, as we know, mercury affects the nervous system. Lead, you know, has affected the bones, and so we we constantly have issues that develop. And as we we can help individuals release that out so that it's not blocking the nutrients getting into the cells. Yeah. Have you done much with uh, NAD infusions? Uh, there seems yeah, to be. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, we do. And yeah, actually, we have a uh, seminar coming up next weekend uh, on that very topic for two days in Park City, Utah. Uh, for those who are interested, um, there is the ability to sign up for that still. I mean, it's a virtual hybrid. You know, we that's the uh, yes. uh, where we are these days yep. with it, it. And so we have live stream as well as in person. And we are covering that. We have Dr. Ken Starr, who is an emergency med doc, who is a clinic also in Southern California that was dedicated to this uh, and addictions. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of research on NAD uh, that we will be presenting on that. And yeah, so I've used it a lot. Do you use it mostly for addictions or are you there? No, no, not at all for me. Uh, Actually, no, small amounts. And and the the key thing here is to start with small amounts because the more comorbidities, particularly Lyme, uh, the more reactive they get just even with a small dose of NAD. And you have to forewarn your patient to know that this is going to happen. You're going to get the splushing effect. It is a B3 derivative. Right. So it has that nice and flush piece that, that really gets them going, but, you know, it only lasts for, for a few seconds, but, you know, it is a little bit daunting for patients for the first time they experience it. So, you know, this is where I, I the, the key thing about that is start low, work it up, but it is one of the things for cancer patients that we find that has been really beneficial as well. Um, and oftentimes one of the key things, uh, so is curcumin, if we could get it. And, you know, yeah. these are one of those points that, um, you know, we have a there. So out there in the world, beyond the United States borders, we have, a, you know, all those agents available, too, that are not available in the U.S. Mm. So that's when I speak of those. But NAD itself has been amazing. And for those who are fatigued and run down, oh, my gosh, throw that in with a few nutrients and they're good to go. Well, it's uh, it's a key part of the mitochondria, the electron transport chain, the, the ability of the cell to make energy. And if you don't have energy, this you're going to have dysfunction. And uh, so really NAD would be almost a foundational thing for a lot of people. It is. It is. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And so what about uh, ozone therapies? You know, there's a lot of different ozone therapies. And I, I, I don't know, do you, uh, do you teach that as well? Well, I, I myself don't teach it. Uh, I've utilized it for the last 25 years in my clinic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and so, you know, I, I leave that to those who have decided to specialize in, in okay. teaching that, you know, so they, they do, they do great, a great work with that. And I, I could go on and on about the benefits of ozone. Yeah. Well, and we've just scratched the surface, but it, I think a lot of listeners will think, oh my gosh, I didn't know that there was so many powerful IV therapies available. And yet we're finding out given, given the uh, severity of chronic illness, you know, we have just all kinds of increasing chronic illness in our world, we need more powerful interventions. And I think this is where intravenous therapy really shines. Well, I I agree. Thank you. And it's all about teamwork. Well, 
thank you so much for being on our show. And I, and I, I want you to just one more time, the scientific, a scientific reference for intravenous, intravenous nutrient therapies, direct cellular nutrition. So that probably was uh, quite a, if, if you've been doing this for 25 <laughs> years, that's a lot of, of knowledge to put into one book. Well, you know, and it was a lot of uh, the research that we had and that we were able to gain, but also our clinical experience over the last 20 years has really come to bear in that book as well. Yeah. And that's where, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road is it's how it's utilized. You can, you can, you can uh, talk about something and how great it is, but it's the clinical application that really makes the difference. And so thank you so much, Dr. Virginia Osborne, for being on Real Health and for making such a big difference in the lives of so many practitioners and in the, the people they serve as we uh, struggle to uh, maintain uh, real health in a, in a difficult world. So thanks for being on the show. Well, thank you. And one more point. I just wanted to let them know where they can find the book. Okay. And we have it on our website at ivnutritionaltherapy.com as well as Amazon. Okay. Very good. <laughs> thank you, Virginia. You take care. Thank you. thank you, Dr. Ron. Thank you for listening to The Real Health Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also find all of the episodes and show notes over at realhealthpodcast.org. Also, be sure to visit reardonclinic.org where you will find hundreds of videos and articles to help you create your own version of real health.